What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Stupid and Delicious Wrestling Podcast. We just finished PWX. This is how we do it in our in-between before Evolve 88. And with us right now is a very tired and very beat up James Drake. Yeah, very sore James Drake. The always uh, handsome James Drake. I'll take that. <laughs> uh, so what happened tonight, man? You cheated again? The fucking syndicate. That's what fucking happened. Douche nonsense. Man. Tired of these sons of bitches. So are we. Tired of them. We're the ones screaming send a shit every match. Well, I'm glad y'all are. I am too. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm tired of their send a shit. Did you see what Timmy did? No, not this time. What did he do this time? He uh, pointed at me and was like, look, you can't do this, and touched his toes. You should have said, look, asshole. you can't do this, and then slapped your chest with your... Never mind. <laughs> I touched Cat's toes. I figured that worked. I'm pretty sure he was referring to whip out a dick. Yeah, he was referring to... That's exactly what I was referring to. Yeah. I read between the lines. The dick-related lines. I heard that you're good at that. I am. I'm excellent at it. Possibly best in the world, Calvin. Good enough. Mikey sitting. I was about to say, why is Mikey sitting in the background, just shaking his head and laughing? I'm just listening. You listening? He likes to listen. You get on best in the world. Oh, I love it. That's what I've heard. I love it. Oh, man. He also likes to listen to doggos and ladies with doggos and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. That's See, my bread and butter. Is you it? can't go wrong with a dog. So, I didn't know that there's, there's live feeds of uh, puppies. <laughs> like puppy litters. You can watch them grow on YouTube live. That's the most adorable thing I've ever heard. Right? Adorable. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, they're a lot cooler than the syndicate. Yeah, they're all. Awesome. Send the shit. Yeah, send the shit. I'm tired of some bitches. Tired of them. Especially that big boss piece of. Well, you saw him split his pants today, right? I did see that. I did not. He, oh, fought, he farted during the match. It was terrible. A whole lot of rip. Hi, Martin. No, never replacing him. Yeah, absolutely we're replacing you. Replace me with James Drake. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. It's a ripping off, isn't it? Danny Birch. Oh. <laughs> I think everyone should just be silent for the rest of the podcast and let him just... To be fair, That's Danny so Birch cool. is more over to Martin Stone. I disagree here. No, I absolutely disagree. <laughs> it's the same bloke, just a different name. All right, um, most important to an question, extent. how was the wedding? Oh, the wedding was amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. So, she puts up with a lot of crap from me. So That's what I've heard. She's a keeper. I think, I, think, I think you need to tell the story that you told me because it's pretty story-worthy. Oh, yeah, so... <laughs> Everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. So we had to change venues the day before. Ooh. Had to change uh, food venue the day before. Had to change minister the day before. So everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. Wait a minute. She didn't change grooves. Thank you. She, did, yeah, she didn't change grooves, thank God. Yeah. Everything. She did show up. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she just turned up, yeah. So, no, luckily, you know, 8, eight o'clock at night, we're scrabbling around trying to find... Uh, trying to get the venue sorted like a new venue sorted and then obviously get new places to eat and food sorted but someone was looking over us and luckily it all worked out excellent oh, yeah. I love watching you wrestle so when you I don't <laughs> you don't I love you either mate so you yeah no one cares about you oh uh, apparently you don't every time you're booked to work uh, wrestling against me you never show up you never show up <laughs> once salty so salty <laughs> I guess James Drake. Don't talk to me. I guess James wanted to be carried to the greatest match of his career. 
The only time Martin Stones ever got over was a creative character on WWE 2K17. At least I'm on it though. So anyway, 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 anyway. Right, three or four anyway. ways. What over? All oh, right, yeah. What's your favorite match to wrestle? What I've had with a worker, or just in general? Just in general. Um, that's quite a tough one. No, for me, as a performer, something that will really make me think about what to have to do um, you know because if I'm having fun then I know everybody else is going to be having fun who's watching um, and that's for me that's one of the, the, uh, the biggest things um, you know so you know getting a chance to do these uh, pure rules matches it's new for me you know this is my second one tonight so sort of blending the, the old school southern Bill Watts stuff with some of the, uh, the stuff from the world of sport is a, it's a challenge as well because it makes you think um, you know, James Ray couldn't do it because he's got the uh, the brain of a of a pea. But um, <laughs> which one are you talking uh, about? What? Oh, the, English, mate, about? the British one's so the much British better. <laughs> anyway, he's so much yeah. better. Is Wait, he? Oh, no, is yeah, he? No, are you no, sure? He, he, no, no. As, as a, he's he's a good hand. He's really good. He is actually really really good. Um, I've seen him. I haven't said that he's bad. No, he's I'm really not. Good. You just give him shit because of because of the name. I have said that he's not as good as I am, and if you're listening, I am still better than you. All right, just saying. Just having an argument about who's is bigger. I, I, had to, I had to throw my catchphrase in there. Typical American. He's not here to defend himself. Oh, it's always a pissing contest. Okay. Well, I hit him up on Twitter. Anyway, anyway. No, um, for me, I love the challenge of going from as many different styles as possible because then. I'm always going to be challenged as a performer, and then obviously the fans are going to get different types of matches each and every time. So, so is there a particular type of match that you just absolutely will not do or not do again? Um, We've already established that one. One against me. <laughs> <laughs> if I was to go into the ins and outs of that, you'd look at me and then you'd feel so shitty for saying that. No, wow, doesn't care. Doesn't care. <laughs> um, no remorse. Not just American, Southern American. I think one of the hardest matches I've done is a ladder match, and it wasn't something I was really comfortable with because it was. I turned up in a, in, oh, it's a place in Germany, I can't remember the name of it. Um, but yeah, they were like, oh, you've got a ladder match. And I was like, what, wait, what? I was not prepared for that. Yeah, you know, so, you know, and the ladder wasn't particularly very safe either. So it was one of those things of, oh, I don't know about that, but, um, you know, given the right circumstances, I'm sure if it was a decent ladder and I knew about it and stuff like that, I'm sure it'd be fine. Um, yeah, there's, there's not really, you know, definitely obviously wouldn't do anything like grapple gaze or anything like that. But, um, yeah, there's, there's not... Yeah, I, I really don't think I'd like to do, like, an exploding... Like to barbed wire. I can tell you the hardest match, match that I was ever in was a no rope barbed wire match, and it wasn't just no rope barbed wire. It was no rope barbed wire, eight man tag. Oh my god! He muttered dead in his eyes and said, "I don't care if we go forty five minutes. I will not touch the barbed wire." Fair enough. And he said, "You can't go this entire match without touching the barbed wire." And I've told this story on this on this show. I looked at him. I said, "I bet. I just bet you if you double my pay, if I don't do it, and if I do." I'll I think I'd do it if I was wearing a boiler suit. And I don't know. No, something can go wrong. 
I got hung on barbed wire when I was a kid. There's no way in the oh, world. Oh, yeah. Nope. Oh, yeah, scrap nope. that. So I think we can attest that James Drake will not do a barbed wire match. No, so. you, you'd have a better chance of shooting <laughs> in the kneecap with a pistol. Than <laughs> nice. Than that. I don't care. As long as I have to miss a barbed wire. I'll be back. Oh, okay. my gosh. <laughs> He's a very important wrestler. That man is his wife. That's more important than wrestling. <laughs> that is more important. That's more important. That's <laughs> that a smart man. Yes. Yeah. That is just smart planning. Oh, bang again. He, he was returning. Such a traditional ring, too. I wonder if the British it's are coming. British. The British are coming. <laughs> the British are going right now. What? Ah, shit, he's back. Guess who's back? Back again. Martin's, Martin's back. back. Tell a friend. All right. I did. They said, fuck off. What's the worst bump you've ever taken? Um, is it that kick in the UK tournament? <laughs> no, no, that wasn't a bump technically. Yeah, it's the worst bump I've ever taken. Uh, <laughs> I'd have to say the bump I took off that ladder in that ladder match. Yeah, yeah, that was the roughest one I've taken. Yeah. So how'd you get into this? Um, so I've I boxed from the age of six until I was sixteen. Holy crap! <laughs> and then you know I've done martial arts on and off for quite a long time, and then I got into uh, pancreas. And at the time I was training with a guy who was trained by Bass Rutten. Um, you know I was doing that, um, you know training my ass off and that, uh, getting ready to fight and stuff like that. And um, on a whim. Uh, my mum happened to say, "Oh, why don't you give wrestling a go?" And I was like, "Give over! You're gonna laugh, aren't you?" Um, yeah, no. So then I, I had a, a, a few fights in, in Pancrase, uh, or you know, the early days of mixed martial arts when it was, you know, before it was what it was now. Pancrase has been insane. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and just you know, it was it was one of those things where it was before it was like the boom period, the payday for the abuse you were taking just wasn't worth it. I ain't gonna lie, you know. So I was like, well, all right, well, let's go have a look at wrestling. Um, and then, yeah, I started training with uh, Tony and Dino Scarlo, and from that first day, fell in love, and I've 14 years, yeah, 14 years later, I, I haven't looked back. So. What's your dream match? Open mic picking up cat. Um, she just asked what's his dream match, since she's on the other side of the country. One of them I got to tick off, which was against Fit Finley. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, and I, you know, um, one of the guys that got me into wrestling at the time was uh, he who shall not be named, Chris Benoit. Ah, um, you can name him on this one. So, you know, um, obviously the in-ring professional uh, was the main catalyst for lighting a fire underneath my ass. Um, and I actually got the chance to actually get in the ring with him and work with him um, when I was training under uh, Regal and Dave Taylor in Atlanta. Um, so, you know, it was not a full-blown match setting, but obviously I got to, you know, it's not very often you get to train with your idols. Um, but I think for me, um, probably two matches that won't happen. Um, I think a dream match for me would be uh, Nigel McGuinness. Um, it came close a couple of times, but it, it was never finalised. Um, you know him. Uh, I'd love to, you know, to get in the ring with Kurt Angle would be absolutely amazing. Oh. 
I'll throw all of my money in there. Yeah, just, yeah, all the guys want to work a lot now, like, not involved as much now. You know, um, I would have loved to have worked shit better. But obviously, yeah, I don't know really what's going on with that. But, um, you know, I've I've always loved getting in the ring with uh, Japanese guys. You now I had the chance to work great Muta. And um, I worked a plethora of guys from Noah when they used to live in England and they would come over and do tours and go back and forth. Um, so, you know, like, um, just, yeah, like, just I just want to get in I just want to get in the ring with as many people as possible that are better than me so that I can keep getting better because the minute you stop learning a wrestling is the minute you should call it a day what for you is going to be like the epitome like the top of the top this is it I've made it I've done everything I've wanted to do in my career <laughs> I'm hearing questions on stupid um being able to provide a very comfortable living for my family doing what I love uh, not having to worry about punching in and punching out of a shoot job um, not worrying about if I'm travelling to shows and oh the house is really down I'm not too sure if we can you know going for all that malarkey when I've got the, you know I've been promoters up against the wall before by their folks because they're trying to short change me and stuff um, but yeah being able to provide for my family doing what I love would, for me would be the epitome <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's very easy to say, you know, oh, I want to get the WrestleMania main event and be the man. Um, yeah, of course, you know, it's the biggest stage of them all. Of course, I would love to do that. For me, I would love to be able to go and perform at uh, the O2 Arena in London, um, to go and perform in, in Wembley in London. Um, there are all things that, do I think I can get there with my talent? Yes, 100%. Um, will it happen? Who knows? You know, um, the world is an open book. Who's the biggest celebrity you've ever met? Wrestling wise or outside of wrestling? Just celebrity in general. Um, I'm trying to think because I've met quite a few random ones. Um, I'm probably oh, probably gonna have to say Austin. Oh, I don't know because there's so many like musicians I've met, but I don't know if you guys know them or not, so I could spout them off. Um, so years ago, I did uh, a TV spot for um, what was called uh, what's called ITV in England, and uh, there's a talk show host uh, called Graham. Graham Norton. There we go, Graham Norton. There we go, Graham Norton. Um, so they literally they brought me in just to basically run off the screen and clothesline this bloke as hard as I could. No, like, can you do that? And I was like, yeah, no, I can do that, no problem. And um, you ever heard of Boyzone? The group Boyzone? I think so. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of the song. I can't remember the name of the song that was really popular. Anyway, I ended up bumping into them in in, uh, in the lift or elevator <laughs> and uh, at the time I was I was sitting there like, I'm sure I know him from somewhere and I was like oh look you're running Keaton aren't you and he went oh yeah so that's what's your favourite thing or the best thing that's happened from you travelling as much as you have and getting wrestle all these indie shows me and my wife um, I hadn't gotten the opportunity to uh, first when I first got signed to FCW at the time um 
I wouldn't have been in a position where I was in Tampa and then moved to Orlando and then met my wife. Um, just being able to, you know, live as Batman, pretty much, you know, you're Bruce Wayne by day and then at the weekend I don spandex and jump around <laughs> and, you know, um, but, but just, I'm very fortunate being able to do what I love in a, in a, in a small capacity, you know, um, I'd, I'd love it to be full time, but you know, at the moment it's not. Um, but getting the chance to do what I love doing, what I grew up watching, what motivated me to want to do this, and to being able to entertain people that will pay a ticket. Does your wife get to watch you wrestle a lot? Yeah, she does. Uh, she comes down to all like, the local shows she'll come to, like FIP uh, in Florida and stuff like that. Uh, she's been to Ronin, uh, she's been to Fest Wrestling. Um, she's been to ACW and stuff like that so all, all the ones that are close she'll, she'll come and watch so. do you find that it affects you when she's there do you get um, nervous no, uh, excited? no I, I usually get concerned because uh, sometimes she'll watch me and she'll be like oh my god are you okay, are you okay? Like, the funniest thing was the uh, the UK tournament when my head got busted open um, when I came back she's, like, she's texted me and she's like oh I'm guessing that was like not real right and then I'd like text like two minutes later oh wait they've got a no blood policy and, and I was like oh my god are you okay you know so it was like, uh, I was like oh yeah that's, that's, that's like oh no it's not that's, oh god are you you know so so I felt bad for them because obviously she wasn't with me in England so I couldn't let her know that I was okay but I ended up did letting her know I was okay so that was the main thing but um, yeah I mean, it, it's, it's you know it's, it's great for me because like when I'm uh, when I do the uh, the tapings at Full Sail um, she's always there and you know it's always good to when you're in, you know, when you're on that setting, knowing that like the world is watching you, um, you know, it's always good to see a familiar face in the crowd. <laughs> um, so Florida wrestling, you named off like just a bunch. <laughs> is it really getting a build up down there, or because everything I see, you guys are in Florida. <laughs> Florida's tough, um, and this this is by no means a reflection of of like the real good promoters right. and the ones that take care of me but there's there seems to be a lot of promoters that will use talent because they want to work for free and they exploit that so then because of that they won't then book guys that command a decent wage so right. I do think sometimes Florida suffers on the shows because promoters will just use talent that aren't necessarily not good they're just not ready right. and then that bring and then unfortunately you know as, as wrestlers, you know, as, as a promoter, you're trying to bring in a mum, a dad, and their kids. Yeah. And what you've got to look at with that is that, let's say, the price, let's say let's, let's, for argument's sake, say there's a family package deal on a ticket for 50 bucks. So, let's say there's a, they're a, a, a single income family. The dad has got to put his hand in his pocket to bring his kids and his wife out for a good night. Right. When they go and see stuff that's not good, they are not going to come back. I hate to interrupt you, but uh, we've got Ethan Cage walking by. We'd like to try to get him. He had a very emotional match. Ethan, could you sit down for a minute? Hey, uh, I really, really love doing podcasts with you guys, but I just really don't feel like talking. Understand. All right, guys. So I love you guys. Understand. Good match tonight. Love you too. Um, so yeah, so you know, getting back to that, you know, so the idea is, is to okay, you got. You've got the family that you're trying to bring back each time, so you have to give them decent wrestling, you know. Um, it doesn't matter if there's, like, 20 people in the crowd or, you know, there's 200 or 500 or whatever like that. Um, your job is to, as a, as a professional wrestler, 
as a performer, your job is to suspend belief for however long you're on for. Um, so the idea is to bring them back, you know, because right. at the end of the day, you can't beat this entertainment, you know. It's cowboys and Indians, it's yeah. in, uh, in good guys and bad guys. Good guys and bad guys, it's fucking space people and aliens, you know. It's You just want to get behind the good guy and root and cheer and all that. So, um, but you know, but there's also on the flip side, there's some amazing places in Florida, you know. You have Ronin, you have Fest, you have FIP. Um, you know, they're doing style battle in, uh, in Florida, you know. So there's there's some stuff that, you know, it's rough with a smooth. Some places are dog shit. Some places are really good. So Jason Kidd is here. Sliding in like a Padilla. Sliding in. <laughs> Uh, how are you feeling after your four-way? My neck hurts a little bit, but, you know, I'll be alright. There's a dive, I'm in, I'm oh. in the back of my head. I was trying to be able to move, and... Okay, yeah, so, the whole show tonight, people kept diving, and nobody moved. I was like, have y'all not been to this show? Yeah, yeah. I, I guess they just want to get landed on I mean, when we do that, it's one thing. That's why I don't dive. Yeah, not that I can dive. 15, yeah. 60 years old. Some of the people in the front row work. Yeah. <laughs> like, everyone just... They, and they knew, because I, I... I made it quite obvious that I'm coming. Yeah. Everyone's on opposite yeah. sides, but... Oh, well. Oh, well. Happens what can you do? Do you have any unusual nicknames? Unusual nickname. Yeah. Do you have any unusual nicknames that you've acquired from <laughs> being so aerial? How did I know her? Unless people are saying stuff that are behind my back that I don't know about. <laughs> I mean, I talk about you behind your back constantly. It tends to be nice. That's true. Yeah, I don't know of any, any, any crazy nicknames. Any unusual nicknames. All I have is the Flying Gambino. It's the only thing I know. Did you give that to yourself, or was it given to you? That was given to me. Uh, Sam and Callie, I came with that. Hey. Uh, I wouldn't really say Fly K Fly. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Martin, do you have any nicknames that you've acquired Uh The Governor, the Enforcer. Uh, I think that's about it, yeah. That's about it. <laughs> Oh. Hey, we found White Mike. What? Caucasian Michael. Caucasian How are you guys Mike. doing? You guys are so lovely. Is it, if it is your real Oh, you stop. You guys are all beautiful. So, there was a plan tonight that almost happened. I like Plan B's. Sorry. Tell me about this plan. Um, something's going to get thrown in the ring, and it's going to be fantastic. Uh-oh. We just didn't want to do it live on Floatsland. Oh, you should do it live on Floatsland. It was condoms. Oh, you should have <laughs> did live on Floatsland. Why not? We were advised not to by oh. people in charge. By who? The person in charge of PWX. Oh. Oh. So we were like, ah! All right. Mike, we'll say that you get your designer, I'm assuming designer, wrote? Oh, man, actually, I won that uh, in a dice game from Robert Gibson in, uh, I think, the summer of 1992. That's a shoot. <laughs> Dice game, Robert Gibson. That's why we have heat. I ended up hitting him. That's why his eyes are the way it is. So it's really? a trophy room. Yeah, it really is. It really is. I've lost it to uh, Michael P.S. Hayes in a poker game. Uh, I've won it back, obviously. But yeah, it's been, man, out and about. No doubt. Real, real men settle, get, settle differences on a game of dice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I, I applaud you for that. I appreciate, Michael. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I feel like... 
when Cody comes back, you should challenge him to a game of dice instead of a wrestling match. I said we do the dice game in the match. Why yes. not? Yes. Right? Yes. Why I'm not? This. For, uh, for the Ring of Honor World title, of course, right? Because, you know, he's got yeah. the belt, yes, right? 100%. So, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. And anything he happens to get in New Japan, why not? Yeah, man, I want to do it. I'm down. <laughs> so, yeah. No doubt, man. Oh. Uh, Mike, what is the match, the match in your mind, that would be the best match for you? For me? Oh, my gosh. It's called a pale and bougie match. It's me and Taylor Hendricks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And uh, that's all I got there. I would so, book that. Uh, oh, please book it. I would book that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, uh, no, I really want to do a Gymnasty Boys, which is uh, not going to happen here, but uh, against Rock and Roll Express, that'd be fun. That's going to be a fun old school, new school matchup. Yeah. Uh, man, just wrestling anybody. Man, I want to wrestle any and everybody. I just want to get better and just have fun while I'm doing it, like I've been doing. So, is there a match you just refuse to do? Like a certain type of gimmick or anything, you're like, nah, I'm good. I refuse uh, to wrestle White Mike in a singles match. Oh, good. man. That's probably why it didn't happen the first time. I, I politic. I'm actually the only person that thinks ever politic to lose a belt. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I did that. I did that. I'd much rather I would have done the singles, but I see the here nor there. But uh, I don't I don't think there's really a match I would refuse to do. I, I mean, I'll do anything, really. Okay. Anything? anything? Anything. Grapple guys? I would, yeah. Hennessy is what I say. That's how I have two kids. Is that your life motto too? Yeah. Just, okay, cool. Yeah, anything is possible. Yes. <laughs> it's true. You hit the I say, uh, I say me and Martin Stone have a, a stone off. Sounds good to me. Stones off, maybe. Stones yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. Stones, stones off. off. Yeah. <laughs> Who's got the hardest stones? I'm not saying I do, but uh, I'm willing to grab. How are you going to judge that? Uh, Joey Ryan, texture, feel, yeah, yeah, there you go. Texture, feel, presentation. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Cool. Uh, I only wrestle White Mike in a ladder match. But what should we hang up above the ring? <laughs> uh, uh, Flavored condoms. Uh, I was gonna say a white woman, but uh, <laughs> you're in. I'm in. I'm in. You know? Bruh, I, like red, I like red bones, but there's uh, a white woman out there. I'll, I'll man, uh, Matt, Patrick, Brian, you better you better listen to this. We probably have some women that volunteer. And get me a, put a white woman boat. I'm sorry, white Mike, I might end your career. Maybe, who knows? a white woman standing in front of the ring. We make the uh, Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. Hey, everybody Speaking. here, make sure to ask Jason K. Pick up the G was. Ooh, yeah. It was actually great the first time I went and got a please come back chant. Hey, yeah, awesome. he did. That's yeah, cool. he just happened to walk off on that. Oh, uh, yeah. Mike, what's your favorite match that you've ever had? I'm not going to lie. It was uh, it was last night. Uh, it was uh, me and Timmy Lou Redden as the Gymnasty Boys against yeah. the Ducklings at uh, PCW in Columbia. It was a packed house. The crowd was electric, and it was just so much fun. I, I can't wait for it to get up. Oh man, just it's just I don't know. I loved it. It's so much fun. Plus, I'm from South Carolina, so it's been a lot more to me. All right, cool. It was awesome. John Skyler just happened to walk up. A lot of people yeah, on this can, you, can you hear me, guys? Yeah, we can hear you. Do I have to talk right into the microphone? Uh, I don't think so, but I'm going to no, go back. I'm going to go back. I need to get changed. Well, so well, I need to get changed. So I need to say, guys, the loving hands. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Cheerio, man. Cheerio, man. Cheerio. Cheerio, indeed. Oh, that grip. Okay. He might squeeze mine off. I don't think he's really from England. 
<laughs> I'm going to say it. I'm going to throw that out there. Skyler said it. I second it. I don't think he's any British. Great, Skyler. Yeah. It's the most important question you'll ever be asked. Okay. Who does your braid? Ooh, well, today it was my brand new girlfriend. Oh, oh yeah, that was you, you yeah. Oh, my God. He's such a gentleman. <laughs> I mean, real gentlemen do let you braid their hair. That's true. And I actually, uh, being from the streets, I know how to braid hair. And yeah. beards. Yeah. So next time you're in a t- you're in a busy uh, busy busy tizzy, uh, I got you. Yeah. So. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, right now she's doing a fantastic job. It got a little messed up tonight, but that's okay. Well, I mean, I charge fifty, but we'll talk. Yeah. She does it for free. Oh well. Yeah. Is it really for free though, yeah. or is she secretly keeping a tab? Oh, that's a good question. Sounds like a woman to me. I hope Sorry. she's not keeping a tab because uh, I can keep a tab on a lot of things. So yeah. is that new video <laughs> debuted tonight, or am I mistaken? Uh, it's fairly new, yes. Uh, new probably since the last PWX show. Yeah, yeah, and I got other things in the works, different colors and color schemes. and I, I, feel like I want to be like Randy Savage, where you never saw him in the same thing more yeah, than like, dude, once I like or twice, that. maybe. We're cool yeah. with that. We're very gear-heavy on the show. We are. I, I can't remember any time I've seen Randy Savage wear the same thing twice. Exactly. So, Maybe a little bit with NWO. The next morning? Maybe. I don't you, know. on the other hand, you always wear the same gear. Yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> Starting to have that dingy Bastion Booger look to it. Yeah, dude. I got that. Uh, I got warrants and kids uh, gear. Yeah. So I can't, you know. Yeah. I changed it tonight, though. I wore something new tonight. Did you? Yeah. Gymnastic gear. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I don't watch that. I, I don't watch that. Oh, brother. <laughs> but you headlined it. Yeah, I know. Hey! hey yeah! Yeah! yeah. yeah. The shark has fangs! Yeah, it does! Yeah! He's over there. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. We won't. Oh, man. Inside jokes. Yeah. Skylar, what's the best match you've ever been in? Ooh, I have a lot of favorites for different reasons. Personally, like... Uh, one of my favorite matches I ever had was on an NXT live event against Rudick Moss, but it was at the Township Auditorium in Columbia, South Carolina, where I saw my first wrestling show as a kid and never thought I'd get the chance to wrestle in that building because I never that's thought awesome. WWE would go back. And it fell, all fell into my lap, really. So that's like my personal favorite. Uh, I've got two from PWX that I really like uh, from another level last year with Jake Manning, the career versus title, no holds barred match. That was a hell of a match. That was a lot of fun. And then uh, my match with Johnny Gargano from PWX a few years ago. Nice. Yeah, those are probably like my top two or three right there. Worst bump you've ever taken? Worst bump? I was really, really young and green and stupid, and I decided to take, uh, like, I ran down the apron to do a crossbody to a guy. He was going to power slam me out of midair onto the floor. And there were no mats. Oh, I did not realize oh. there were no mats. Mm. So that's why you go around. That that lope was heavy, though. Yeah. It probably was. No, I think I worked for free. Oh. <laughs> Which I do not do anymore. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Have either of y'all ever taken a bump that you were like, fuck it, this career is not worth it? Um, I'm willing to take it. I've had bump. matches that I said, F it, this career is not worth it. I've been there. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, old bro. I've been there. As far as bumping goes, no, nah, I'll do it. I don't care. I'll, I'm. I'm going to die for this business. I try to uh, save them now, make them more important. Oh, now yes. that I've done this for nine years as of Thursday. Mm, wow. Um, yeah, I, uh, you try to save the big bumps now. Yeah. Make them mean something. Yeah. So, I think I saw a tweet. What's your karaoke song? Ooh. Oh. A little Mine is, uh, Wait, she, I, was he asking me or you? I don't know. But I'm jumping on. in. Okay. Mine's Black Velvet. Yeah. Good choice. Mine's a little total eclipse of the heart. Little Bonnie Tyler, son. Oh, brother. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I like singing Whitney, though. Yeah. Any Whitney song. What about Mariah Carey? Like, always. Always be my baby? Of course. Yeah. I think that should be Mike's new entrance music. Yeah, Mariah Carey. Uh, 
I mean, I can't think of it now. What's that one song she sings when she's in a wedding dress? <laughs> going crazy or whatever. I think you're having dirty thoughts. Maybe. Yeah. Going like crazy. Maybe. That's every Mariah yeah. Carey song ever. Yeah, I yeah. believe it. Speaking <laughs> right. of entrance music, how did y'all come to have your entrance music as your entrance music? Anytime you hear Rick James, I feel like people know I'm, I'm coming out. So I just love Rick James. Man, Prince, all that old school stuff. Marvin Gaye, Temptations. All I grew up on that, so I just love Rick James. I feel like once you hear it, like, oh, boy, here it goes. Yeah. Mine's actually a pretty cool story, I guess. Uh, I actually just told this on Corky's Corner, which is now available on the High Spots Network. Maybe. I don't know when this is airing. Good luck in it. Probably more. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, I use Desperation by Eminem. Mm, love I've done it. that for uh, few, six, seven years now. And, uh, Good. It fits you. Thank you, man. Uh, so I was in the midst of changing my character a little bit, becoming this whole Southern Savior type character. And I remember going to Corky one day at PWX at Cabarrus Arena. And I said, I think I'm ready to change my music because I was using like Narcissistic Cannibal by Korn. Okay. And then uh, I was going to change it to Personal Jesus by Marilyn Manson. Nice. And... Um, he was oh. like, he was like, okay, we can do that. This is Corky Franks now. He was like, you can, you can do that. But uh, man, this new Eminem CD just came out, and there's this one song that I think would fit a wrestler, and I want you to be the first one to listen to it, and just see what you think. So he played it for me one time, and it like echoed through Cabarrus Arena, like the doors hadn't opened or nothing, and I was like, I was hooked like 10, 15 seconds in. I was like, yeah. that's my theme music. I'm never changing it unless I absolutely have to. <laughs> And uh, it you, yeah. Like it's just an old school stuff. It's like it's, it's iconic. Yeah, I mean, in a sense, it is, dude. Yeah. It's just like I said, it's like it's that new school mixed with the old school. Yeah, it's great. I love the it. loving gaze that y'all are sharing is just. It's like you know, maybe we should be the new couple. You should. You are the it couple. Oh, right? maybe you should braid my hair. I might. He can braid. Which set? <laughs> We'll talk off the air. You're right. <laughs> Getting dirty with Mike and John. <laughs> Getting like dirty with this Mike and John. This show yeah. used to have a dirty words. word of the week. It did. We just go on Urban Dictionary and name. Like alligator fuckhouse. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh wow. Yeah. I was like, oh, we can cuss now. I don't even know. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. We have an explicit. We're explicit as fuck. Oh, Lord, don't get me started. Oh wow. I got. Uh, well, I personally will not drop f bombs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will. We understand. I'm trying to refrain from it. Like, does it have to be like a dirty word off Urban Dictionary? No, no, I mean, can it be can any be dirty word. Brain. Okay. Um, oh, so we have to say a cuss word? No, we yeah. don't. Uh, like, no, oh, it, Lord, usually, okay. it was usually a guy that used to be on the show. I was like a kid in the candy uh, store. What can I say? You know, <laughs> I, I say literally is, is it necessarily a dirty word, but it grosses me out when it's referred in a certain way? Okay. When, like, you have... A, like a to-go meal and a to-go box yeah and there's all that like excess liquid that doesn't look good at all the bottom it's greasy people. water yeah. juice that's it yes juice. juice when people refer to it as juice I it juice cause yeah cause like, juice implies juice. you're gonna drink it yeah. I gotcha yeah. oh I love it yeah they're like um, people are like oh look at all that juice in the bottom of the container and I'm just like yeah. uh, I just <laughs> threw up in my mouth so. you're like no I don't want it thank you yeah that, well, that does it for me. I hate to do this, but I gotta go. I love you. It's guys. all good. I was having fun looking at John Skyler. We'll get you next yeah. time. Yeah, oh no doubt. Thank you. Thank you. It's been fun, and uh, I love you, White Mike. I'm saying titties and nipples. <laughs> yes. It's better than a cookie. Yes, it was. It was. <laughs> Thank you, guys. All right. So my personal favorite is titty sprinkles. That's good. Yeah, I do like sprinkles. One and time. I, 
like the sugar crystal kinds or like the or like the rainbow the rainbow kind. I like the rainbow colored kind because of the like the color all the colors they're pretty so like I like prettiness and also like if they melt into the ice cream it changes the it ice changes, cream different yeah. colors if it's vanilla it's so you end up with like this cool tie-dye piece of delicious treat alright yeah. choice favorite treat Ooh. in terms of like a dessert yeah uh, I don't know you could be a salty person uh, you define the word treat red velvet cake Again, with the cream cheese icing it has to be cream cheese icing uh, icing yes um, yeah, I, again, it's the colors or something. I don't know. But it, it's it's lovely. And also, like, some places have, like, little, like, I don't know if they're white macadamia nuts that they put in them or something. Yeah, and white chocolate chips. And white chocolate chips, yes. You um, get real fancy with you know, it. Red velvet red is my jam. So if anybody's listening to this and you want to bring me anything to a show, I probably won't eat it. I'll probably yeah. throw it in the trash because there's some weird people out there. <laughs> but I will look and uh, I will gaze, much like I was at White. I've always wondered about that, like, when people bring y'all stuff. Are you just, like... Uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you know either. there's some people who put hair in that shit. Yeah, I had a, a bit of a stalker one time, and yeah. she brought me a bunch of Oreos one time for, like, Valentine's Day. And I opened them up and saw what they were and literally took them to the bathroom and threw them in the garbage. So, Very sorry, funny. whoever that was. Sorry, crazy stalker lady. Yeah. We just give prepackaged gummy bears, so I feel like that's okay. Dude, gummy bears are becoming slowly like one of my jams, like especially on the road if I have to stay awake. Because they're stupid and delicious. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So how did you get into this business? Uh, I broke in in 2008 with a guy named Bob Keller in Columbia, South Carolina. I know that name. And uh, it's something I always wanted to do as a kid, ever since I saw early episode of Monday Night Raw and saw Mr. Perfect throw Shawn Michaels through the windshield of a car. They had like a fight in the streets of New York City, and I was hooked from then on out. And then when Sean won the title at WrestleMania 12, um, you know, I just thought the training videos leading up to it was so cool. Uh, and you know, he's winning a title and talking about his like boyhood dream, and I was like, ah, that's what I want to do. I want to be a WWE superstar. So um, yeah, that's really how it all started. I was in college at the University of South Carolina. I was kind of miserable. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And then I was like, you know what, I'm going to try pro wrestling and say, at least, and say I tried. So, and now here we are, nine years later. <laughs> talking on about, Thursday. Yeah, on Thursday, <laughs> talking about desserts and delicious treats. Okay. So what will be, the for you, like the best, top, highest, okay, I've made it moment in your career? Hmm, that's a good question. Because I'm also a nerd, so like it would be cool to have like an action figure or be in a video game. But probably... I've always wanted to be Intercontinental Champion just because I saw like the guys I admired growing up like Brett, Sean, Mr. Perfect, even later on like Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, Edge, uh, all these guys were like Intercontinental Champions, uh, Randy Savage, Ricky Steamboat, um, this goes on and on really, but uh, I always thought it'd be really cool to be Intercontinental Champion and of course be at WrestleMania. So You say you're a nerd, what kind of nerd? There are different fandoms. I'm a, like a closet laid back nerd where you know I don't I don't keep up with everything, unfortunately I don't have the time. But uh, yeah, I mean I like cartoons, Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Uh, Who's your favorite? Uh, it's gotta be Michelangelo, right? He's the most charismatic. Right? It has yeah. to be. Um, so you know the others aren't bad. They all bring something different to the table, which I think is lacking in a lot of cartoons of this day and age. Um but yeah, you know, I like cartoons, Rocco's Modern Life, uh, Doug, all the old Nicktoons were really cool. Um, play video games here and there, Netflix and chill sometimes. 
don't know. Don't really know. That's like our life when we're not at wrestling shows. Pretty, pretty much. much. Netflix and chill. Yeah, I don't really know <laughs> a lot about computers. Uh, I'm almost a Neanderthal in that sense. Uh, but, you know, I do have a cell phone. I have an, well, iPhone. I have an iPhone, so I barely know how to work that. It's true. Those think, are the important things. I think I use it for everything but to make phone calls. Yeah, so, pretty much. Yeah. So what, for you, has been the best thing that has come from you wrestling? Um, well, the the good boyfriend in me would say meeting my girlfriend. There you go. But um, the wrestler in you. The wrestler in me would say probably wrestling in the township. Because uh, a little backstory too, um, like I said, it was the first building I saw wrestling in as a, as a kid. Uh, Crockett used to run there every Tuesday night. So guys like Flair, Dusty, Steamboat, Wyndham, the Horsemen, Sting, the list goes on and on of guys that were in that building. Um, and I just remember thinking, like, WWE will never come back here. Uh, and I was actually supposed to work in that building for TNA on a live event. And uh, the day of the show, they canceled me off the show. Oh. And my family was there, and I was just, like, crushed and heartbroken and thinking maybe this will never happen. Uh, and then... WrestleMania weekend, myself and Corey Haas wrestled uh, WrestleMania Sunday at Access, uh, went to WrestleMania that night, and then we came back, and uh, on the way back from Atlanta, because this was, uh, or I'm sorry, it was Dallas, but I was driving back from Atlanta, and I got the call that I was going to wrestle at the township, I remember I broke down and cried awesome. right there in the car. Speaking of Corey Hollis, what, what happened? Where's that going, you know? Uh... That's a good question. Did he, did he break your heart? <laughs> uh, is he still breaking your heart? Here's the thing. This is why I don't get emotionally attached to people anymore. Or I'm very selective anyways. Uh, no, I don't know what happened with Corey. I think a lot of it is jealousy. Uh, you know, because we were there together and things kind of fizzled out a little bit. But things are still going really well for me. And sometimes that's a tough pill to swallow. Um, and it's a thing, it's a matter of him not wanting to accept his own failures. Yeah. So... Um, it's just one of those things, I guess. Where is it going? I don't know. I, like I've said over and over again, I really don't want to fight him. Uh, it's like fighting your brother. And uh, so I guess we'll see where it goes is the question. I think it all boils down to you have better hair than he does. It's, that's exactly. He's got a gross <laughs> mop on the top of his head. It's like a cheetah pet. He does not take care yeah, of it. Yeah, no. It's, <laughs> he's growing it out, too. Like, it's in that awkward stage, yeah. but it's always in that awkward stage. Yeah. He's just an awkward person, right? <laughs> yeah. So I have a question. I just Hello, Chase Owens. Hi. Goodbye. Good. Um, You're my second favorite member of the Bullet Club. <laughs> Everybody else is tied for first. <laughs> <laughs> so, how was it working with uh, the Hardys on Apocalypto, or was that the name of it? Uh, it was that a final deletion. That was cool. Uh, I think Shane Holmes had that set up because uh, me and Shane were pretty tight, and uh, it was just cool, man. It was almost like being on the set of a movie, honestly. Like yeah. uh, it was completely different than anything. <laughs> I remember like being there on set and seeing the Rock and Roll Express and Ricky Morton coming up to me going like, Hey Skylar, buddy, we're working with you tonight. And I'm like, uh, Ricky, I don't think you know what this is. Like, <laughs> this is going to be unlike anything that has ever aired. Yeah. And, oh, it was so good. <laughs> you know, I thought it was great, man. Uh, you know, it gets a lot of backlash because it's not for everybody. Some people are going to love it. Some people hate it, whatever. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's almost like that sci-fi element that wrestling's been missing. It's kind of cool, you know? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you have comedy wrestling, you have serious wrestling, you have drama, 
sometimes you have romance, and now there's that little sci-fi element too. It's kind of cool. So I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it when I watched it back. Yeah, I freaked out when I watched, like, sat down to watch it. I was like, wait a second, I know like half those people at that gate right now. Yeah, yeah. And it was, you freezing, and it was freezing cold outside. I bet. And we were in our gear for like hours upon hours. Oh. So it was like 30 degrees. It's insane. How do you handle heat from the audience? I'm a good guy now. Everybody yeah, loves now, me. But you Everybody loves me for a long time. They didn't even sing Skylar Sucks at you tonight. I know. It's I was because like... everybody loves me now. It's like the lesser of two evils. You can boo me or you can boo Corey. And let's face it, nobody likes Corey. No one likes Corey. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's like uh, you have Kelly Kapowski, and then you have to pick between Jesse Spano and Lisa Turtle. And like, no one likes Lisa Turtle. And nobody likes Lisa Turtle. Ever. And Jesse's kind of hit and miss. Yeah. But I guess that makes me Jesse Spano and Corey Lisa Turtle. <laughs> Just for so now. So who's Kelly Kapowski? Good question. Who would be Kelly Kapowski? Adam Page? Yeah. He's a, he's a beautiful man. And she was a beautiful woman. There you go. All right, we got it figured out. Yeah. Done. Right. But it is, it is cool, uh, real quick, to cut you off. Yeah, uh, good. Uh, the experience stuff that we did here in PWX was a lot of fun, and it's cool now to look even two years later, and half of us are, if not signed, close to being signed. Uh, it's a cool feeling to see yeah. every, even you know from Carino to Paige, who's doing great with New Japan Ring of Honor, to Gunner, who recently signed with WWE. Uh, and then you got me and myself, uh, myself and Corey Hollis, uh, you know, just kind of strumming along, and we're going to get there eventually. I think you're more than so. strumming along. You're definitely better off than Corey is. Thank you very much. I was going to say, the first time I saw you, mm-hmm. you were in Gaffney with Tommy, fighting on a show where Mick Foley was. And you were the only person on that show that stood out. We were like, yeah. oh, John Skyler and Tommy Thomas were entertaining. Yeah. Because we were there to meet Mick, and that yeah. was it. So, and then we came to PWX. And saw you versus Anthony when you had Amber. And yep, that was, it was all a lot big of mess. And, yes. Um, right. So cool story, real quick about the McFoley thing. Uh, that show. Uh, I remember coming to the back after that match, and he pulled me aside, and he was getting ready to go out for the intermission thing, and he was like, "Hey, man, uh, you're really good." And I yeah. was like, "Oh, thank you, Mick. <laughs> uh, my name's John." He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "I could tell before you ever locked up or did anything that you were good. Like I was asking about you." I was like, oh, I appreciate that very much. And then we had Omega a few months later. And, you know, like, I'm not trying to speak illy of him, but, like, Mick's had a lot of issues with concussions. He's a wrestler. He's a famous guy that's been around everywhere and seen everybody and met tons of people. And uh, when I saw him at Omega, I went up and shook his hand again, and I was like, hey, John Skyler. He goes, yeah, John, I remember you. We had a show in South Carolina together. I watched you wrestle. And I was like, holy He's got crazy memory for people. Yeah. Because he met me at that Gaffney show, and then he came to do comedy in Greenville, yeah. and he remembered me. Yeah. I was yeah. like, he was like, I know you from somewhere. And he's one guy, like, you know, so many guys, like, cold shoulder people now. And yeah. You're like, you're like, dude, you work for $20. Like, why do you have an ego? Like, this is Mick Foley, who's a Hall of Famer, former world champion, been all over the world, and made a lot of money doing this, and he remembers people. So, yeah, um, yeah that was a pretty weird show, Gaffney. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I wasn't sure about the whole indie wrestling thing then. I was like, uh, yeah. this is a little bumpy. Yeah. But then we came to PWX and I was like, oh, okay, this is what it should be. Got it. Yeah. Um, all right, should we wrap this thing up? Since... Fine by me. Guys, thank you for having me. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yes. We'll see you soon. Yeah.
Probably All the right. next one. You want to plug anything before yep. you go? Follow me on Twitter at the John Skyler. It's S K Y L E R. My best FM radio voice. This All right. Catch me on the drive-through. I'm also on ProWrestlingTees.com. Awesome. Uh, I have my own John Skyler Pro Wrestling Tea store, and I've got my own podcast, Preach of the Truth, on the WrestleForce Radio Network. So be sure to check that out. Excellent. Thanks, man. Thank you. I've got gummy bears. Yes, yep. you do. That's what you get for appearing on this show. Have me back anytime. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Every week. Y'all know where to follow us. I'm going to wrap this up because I'm going to have to edit it later, and it's going to take a while. So, yes, bye. Yes, you.